Hello everybody, Paul Jankarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Online Marketing for Life, and that's the number four. Okay folks, I missed you yesterday, so we have a, I wouldn't say a double episode, but I have some juicy content um, that had added up. I came up with a quote that Mother Teresa said, I kind of paraphrased it, but I should correct myself. I really didn't come up with it. She came up with it, and I just happened to paraphrase it. I don't want to be stepping on the toes of a saint here. But we should be more apt to excuse than we are to accuse. You know, how quick are we to accuse someone as opposed to excusing someone? And Father Ray said it's important to back off, but not back down when building relationships. You know, you can't be too uh, aggressive. And that's what he's talking about. Back off a bit. Don't back down, but just back off. And it's been proven many times that good overcomes evil. And that's a nice paraphrase quote of mine, a paraphrase quote of Dynamic Catholic uh, that I just basically got to the point. And from the insight of the day, Life becomes rich when you have gratitude, and it certainly does, Uh, and it's only something you can see in hindsight. You really can't see how rich life is becoming when you're presently expressing gratitude, but you will certainly feel it. When you express gratitude. I don't know if that makes sense to any of you, uh, but it, it's certainly a great place to start. And despite being knowledgeable and successful, society will point out the mistakes. Quick example, uh, there was a mathematician that had the multiplication tables on a chalkboard. Nine times one, nine times two, so on and so forth. And the last one was nine times ten, stating that it equaled 91. Every single person that looked at that commented on the wrong answer as opposed to the nine other correct answers. You know, don't let simple criticisms destroy your dreams. For those that are being criticized, and for those that are criticizing, don't do it. Focus on the positives. And again, It's something that we're all, all conscious of. Reading a great book a couple years ago, and I noted a 
factual error. And I kind of harped on it. So much that I missed what the point was for having uh, that, that example that was factually incorrect. And you know something? I had to go back and read what that example was. And it was both in the audio book and the, the real book. Uh, and the point was great. The point was, when's the best time to put out a fire or to get treated for a heart attack or stop a baby from crying? And the answer to that is now. Now's a good time. My house is on fire. Yeah, now's a good time to put it out. So focus on the point and not the error. And how is one to be forgiven if one cannot forgive others? That's the question of the day. How about Darren Hardy? This was yesterday's message. How do you lose good team members? Empathy, caring, and compassion is what's needed to engage and draw the best out of people. And funny fact, I don't know if this is true, but one in five employees are looking for a new job at any given time. You know, people don't leave their jobs, they leave their leaders, they leave their staff member, they leave their manager, they leave the unhappy personalities. You know, in six reasons, they're leaving. One is overworked. Second one is you don't respect their time out of the office. So don't expect others to, you know, share your work philosophy, you know, just because you're a work uh, mongrel doesn't mean your staff has to be. Micromanaging, you know, tell them what to do and get out of the way. Don't micromanage. Seeing no opportunity for growth, you tolerate poor performance like a jazz band. It's only as good as its weakest member. And finally, the sixth one, sixth reason for people leaving is you don't appreciate staff. You need to show value. That's huge and important. And a quote that I received from his website was, everybody brings joy to a room. Some when they enter, others when they leave. And I truly enjoy that one. Um, and a wise man's jokes. There was a wise man that had a group of people working for him. And all they did was constantly complain. You know, they complained over the same problems day in and day out. And finally he was fed up with it. 
So he told a joke. And everybody laughed. And a few minutes later, he repeated the same joke. And some people smiled, but nobody laughed. And finally, he said the joke a third time. And nobody reacted. And the wise man smiled and said, You won't laugh at the same joke, but you continue to complain about the same things, expecting a different reaction. You know, and the moral here is take steps to make a change. Stop waiting for reaction to your complaints and do something about them. You know, act upon them. Don't verbalize in, in a complaining sort of way. Do something about it. And Oscar Wilde said, Be yourself, because everyone else is taken. And that's the honest-to-God truth. Everybody else is taken. In Matthew Kelly's uh, book, um, Life is a Mess, people don't walk around with signs describing their troubles. So let's be mindful that we all have struggles. And that's the truth, you know. We, we, we tend to um, miss that sometimes. We are focused on ourselves so much at times that we tend to forget the troubles that other people are going through. And we must trust what we think. And then do it. Trust and do it. Great combination. I thought this was a good one. Uh, I almost didn't put it in because it was pretty simplistic, but strength, courage, and power don't exclude kindness, understanding, and consideration. You can be strong and kind, courageous and understanding, as well as powerful and considerate. And those are some words to, to live by right there. And Darren Daly, uh, his message today, Darren Hardy, was words that have power. You know, words have incredible power. They can build or they can destroy. And is that not the truth? Most powerful words at times are the ones left unsaid. Sometimes it's the words left unsaid that are the most troubling and the most powerful. When we don't hear the words, we need room for our 
close ones, there's a void. I don't know what that means. I'm looking that over. When we don't hear the words, we need from our close ones, there's a void. I don't know, I'm kind of I'm kind of lost on that one. I must have flubbed the notes. Um, oh, I see what it is. When we don't hear the words we need to hear from our close ones, there's a void. In other words, we need to hear words of encouragement from those that are close to us. So let that be a lesson to you that share encouraging words with those close to you. And there is a story about a town drunk and his all-American son. Son was an excellent football player and played high school and at a, pre- a prestigious university in California. And his father never saw any of his games. And that troubled the youth. But he went on to be a successful businessman, but it was having doubts about his business. And there really wasn't any words of encouragement from anyone. And he suddenly received a phone call that his father had had a massive heart attack. So he rushed to the hospital. And as he did, entering his dad's room, his dad was a bit delirious, a bit of dementia. And... He grabbed his son's hand thinking he was the doctor and said, Doc, I got to tell you, I have one hell of a son. Have I told you how good of a football player he is? I never missed one of his games, not one. Most people didn't think I was there because I sat away from the crowd, not wanting to be a disturbance but I am so proud of what he did on that football field because it metamorphosized into his career and to his family life. And I'm one proud father. And his son was extremely touched by what he heard. And fortunately, his father survived that massive heart attack. And they had a spectacular relationship moving forward. And it just goes to show you the power of words. And your words can change people's lives, even in a small way. 
love, care, and appreciation requires you to communicate what's in your heart and demonstrate it with your actions. It's so very true. So today's assignment, tell someone you care about how you feel about them. And I texted my wife immediately after that. And I forget what I texted her. She really didn't respond <laughs> because I'm always texting her something, um, you know, to do with work. Uh, if I have a great thought, I speak it into her, you know, voice to text onto her text thread and send it. Because generally it's uplifting and, and uh, inspiring. So the text that I sent her was pretty inspiring, but she probably thought it was one of the texts for work. So that uh, goes to show you that sometimes you must have that genuine component attached to it as well. Uh, because people aren't going to um, relate, so to speak, unless it is genuine. Manpower moves tools. Horsepower moves cars. And mind power moves the world. And I will leave you all with this. You know, we spend the first half of our life worrying about the next half. And then we spend the second half of our life regretting how we spent the first half. You know, and that's not too far away from the truth, by any means. So, I hope to um, be with you all again tomorrow, Lord willing. I will check in with you then. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.